welcome to the Oracle of Light podcast. I am your host, Shauna DeMellon. You can learn all about me at livealifeyoulove.org. In today's episode, I'd like to share five steps to create a sacred space for you to connect with spirit, for you to connect with the other side. When I first made the decision to do readings, offer readings professionally, I was, I hate to use the word challenged, but I really was. I was challenged in so many different ways. I was, I was invited to so many different events. And after every event, I would get home and I would be absolutely exhausted. And there was one event that I was invited to And at that event, it was a large event. There were thousands and thousands of people there. And at that event, um, I ran into um, a client of mine. And he was really upset and he was um, really struggling. He was, you know, going through a divorce and he had career issues and he had so many different things that were coming up. And... I really wanted to help him in that moment. I, you know, I was, you know, feeling and and picking up on his pain. And uh, what I did was I opened up in the midst of thousands of people to help him. And he felt infinitely better. We spent about 10, 15 minutes chatting and he felt amazing and gave me a hug and said, oh my gosh, I'll, I'll book in and I can't wait to see you again. I just, I want to stay feeling this amazing. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And he went on his way. And it took me, I want to say two or three days with the help of other healers and energy workers to replenish my energy. Because if you are working with spirit and you open up without being asked or without being paid, without receiving some form of payment, you are not divinely protected. You're not. And so when we are doing this work, even if you even if you want to open up and connect with your own loved ones, I teach the very foundational piece, and that is creating a sacred space. You must create a sacred space. Because if you don't, <laughs> you will run into problems. And I've run into so many problems over the years <laughs> that I love to now teach people how not to do it <laughs> so, that, so that you don't have to experience things. You don't have to get the thump upside the head. You can just learn the foundational pieces, put them in your spiritual toolbox, put them into practice, master them. And then just have that knowledge base that, yes, we are creating a sacred space. So again, I was at this event and, you know, ended up opening up. My client did not ask me for help. Um, He certainly did not pay me. He, He didn't say, hey, here's 50 bucks. Can you help me? So there wasn't any form of sacred protection. I did not have a sacred space in that moment. And so I encourage you to just start to really be aware of how you are creating a sacred space to connect with spirit, to connect with the other side. Your sacred space allows you to step inside your inner world where you can more clearly hear your inner voice 
and receive the flow of love and support from divine energies and that of your higher self or your, your divine self, your, your true essence, your soul, your spirit, whatever words work for you. And each time you step into your sacred space, you're strengthening the connection to clearly bring forth the energies, the love, the inspiration that is just waiting for you. A sacred space is an energetic doorway or a portal that not only allows you to access beautiful guiding spirit in countless ways, it also raises your vibration so that you are more readily available to sense and tune into the divine energies that are all around you. And as you spend more time in your sacred space, you will begin to train your mind to become quiet, letting go of the outer world so you can tune into the more subtle, loving, grounded frequency of spirit. You are training your mind to relax and surrender to the inherent power of spirit within that is your true authentic self. And so over the years, I learned to not, it's not that I'm not communicating or connecting with spirit throughout the day, you know, when I'm, I'm out and about, um, but I'm, I'm just, it's my awareness. I'm aware of spirit, but I'm not communicating with other spirits that are not my, if they're my personal loved ones, if they're my angels, my, my own spirit team, my guides, I'm communicating with them throughout the day. It doesn't matter where I am. I'm, I'm always in, in communication, in contact with them. Whether I'm out, um, whether I'm here at the house, I'm, I'm always in, in communication. Um, and, you know, being a practicing medium, it is so important to create that sacred space. I mean, there are energetic boundaries. You know, there are permissions. There are, are laws Think of them as universal laws that are put in place to ensure that, you know, we are not connecting in when we haven't been asked. We are not energetically violating someone's boundaries by tapping in to see what's going on with them when they haven't asked us, they haven't paid us, they haven't welcomed us to do that. So again, I love to create a sacred space to this day. Before each and every client session, I create a sacred space. Before each and every class workshop, I create a sacred space. I meditate daily, sometimes more than once. It depends on what I have going on. Um, you know, before I sit down to write or create, I create a sacred space. Because again, a sacred space, it's it's an energetic doorway, or you know, it's it's a gateway that allows you to access more of who you really are, your higher self, your spirit, your soul, your true essence. And it, it makes it easier to connect with those who have crossed over, your angels, your spirit guides, benevolent energies. And so if you don't have a sacred space, if you're not working in a sacred space, whether it's for you or perhaps you'd like to give readings or you'd like to teach or you'd like to experience and share um, your gifts with spirit communication, however that looks, you must create a sacred space because if you don't, you're opening yourself up to 
energies that are mischievous, that like to mess around, that <laughs> are perhaps not benevolent and they're not, they're not rooting for your success. That's the base, that's the best way I can describe it. There are energies on the planet, just like there are humans walking around in physical form. There are some people that would love to help you and some that would love to trip you up. There are some people, and I hope you have a ton of them in your world, who are rooting for your success. They look at you with believing eyes. And then there are some that would just love to knock you over, would, you know, love to see you fail, would enjoy watching you, you know, perhaps struggle or suffer. And so the same thing with, with energies that are not in physical form. There are energies that are loving and uplifting and are here to guide and support and nurture and love. And then there are energies that are not. This, the, basic, <laughs> the basic principle, and I focus on the energies that are here to assist and uplift and help co-create and the energies that really want to help create more on the planet you know and and right now is a vital time for that there is this is a vital time for everyone to experience uplifting energies to experience nurturing and love and guidance and to really create hope for the future the hope that we can create a life that we love and so when you create a sacred space, you are literally shifting energetically as you enter the higher frequencies. And so creating a sacred space doesn't have to be a big, huge ordeal and you have to do this and you must do that. <laughs> so if you already have a sacred space that you love, wonderful. Maybe there are some different, different ideas and little snippets that you can grab from this information that I'm channeling and you can try different things and add different things. I know that my spiritual journey, you know, has had my sacred space change so many times over the years. And, you know, I meditate, as I said, at least once a day. So I've probably done 20,000 hours of meditation and I've read for thousands and I teach and I facilitate. And again, I create a sacred space all the time. And my home is like my sanctuary. My home is my sanctuary from the outside world. And here I've created that nice, beautiful, sacred space. So the first thing that you need to do, the first step is to just designate your sacred space. And when you start to look at what a sacred space would look like for you, look at what would be most important. Do you need a separate room? Do you need a, a door on it so you can close the door? Um, if you live in tight quarters, is there maybe a smaller area that you can designate as your sacred space? Do you have perhaps a room in your house, a spare room, where you could set that up as a sacred space? You know, and if you work with clients, perhaps you have a designated area in the house that becomes the sacred space for you to work with clients or teach or whatever that looks like for you. And this is really important to, um, to really understand that your sacred space doesn't require a lot of space. Like that isn't the point. It can be the corner of a room and still open to tremendous divine energy. And as long as it was created by your heartfelt love and intention, 
to connect with your spirit in this way, to, again, open that doorway, that gateway to access those higher frequencies from the higher realms. It doesn't have to be huge. Um, you know, I, I like to think of my sacred space as now it's, it's me. It's just a part of me. It's a part of what I do. So it kind of travels with me wherever I go. And I do have sacred spaces in the house that I, you know, where I work with clients, where I teach, where I meditate. And so just really realizing that your sacred space could be, you know, curled up sitting in a chair in the corner of a room. Um, your sacred space could be, you know, curled up sitting on your bed doing a meditation with the door shut. Your sacred space could be, you know, in your bath if you like to bathe in, in your bath. There are so many of us that get such clarity in the tub, I'm just saying. The point being is that by creating that sacred space, again, it's an invitation to spirit. And you don't have to be a practicing medium, but this really starts to open you up to the higher realms, to more possibilities. The second step in creating a sacred space is to fill your sacred space with items that speak to your heart. And the items that speak to your heart, they could be photos of your family and friends, your pets. I know I have, I have my little wiener dog, Jesse, he's on the mantle. They could be images, you know, totems from nature. You know, they could be stones, animal bones, feathers, fresh cut flowers, essential oils, crystals, gemstones. I have rose quartz as it represents love. Amethyst will enhance your spiritual connection. Um, soda light will assist with opening up your spiritual connection. You can really have fun with, with crystals and gemstones. You can have books, oracle decks, cards, incense. Um, again, feathers, bird feathers are just absolutely beautiful. Feathers are, are universal symbols of spirit that represent the divine self in flight. You could have bells. You could have um, rattles and drums. And they're absolutely beautiful, potent tools for connecting with your spirit. And using them actually calls your spirit forward in magical ways. And now step three is clear the space and invite spirit into your space. So now you've selected your sacred space, wherever that's going to be. You've filled it with beautiful items that speak to your heart. And now we're going to clear the space and invite in spirit and all the benevolent helpers from the light We'll call in the high energy of the angels, our spirit guides, our, our beloved lost loved ones. You may wish to light a candle or burn some incense or play some music and just really devote that time to creating that sacred space. And now I've done this over the years, as I've mentioned, you know, to this day, I create a sacred space and I smudge and I light a candle before every session, before every class. Um, and so again, creating that sacred space, whatever that looks like for you, if it's, if it's a little piece, a little slice of heaven that you'd like to create in your home so that you can go and meditate, play with some cards, connect with your spirit, communicate with your lost loved ones, your angels, your guides, that's beautiful. If you'd like to create a room where you're doing this, wonderful. It could be a mantle. It could be a little, you know, the corner of, of a desk or a dresser, just some little area 
where you are, you're stating to the universe, I welcome you into my world. And you'll start to create a stronger connection. You'll start to really enhance that, that gateway that is going to become more and more powerful. And it will assist you in every aspect of your life. And so it doesn't have to be a huge area. It doesn't have to be a full room. It just depends on what you need. And so you can just imagine as you're breathing in that you're breathing in the light of the divine. And as you breathe out, you breathe out anything that is not 100% of this light. And then I invite you to imagine a beautiful white light is filling your entire body starting with your head and your neck, down your arms, your torso, your legs, and out the bottoms of your feet. And now imagine this light is traveling from the bottoms of your feet, down through the layers of clay and rock, all the way down into the heart of Mother Earth. And now imagine this beautiful light traveling back up through the layers of the earth, into the bottom of your feet, up your legs, your hips, and into your heart. And now as you breathe in, you breathe in beautiful light from Mother Earth and heavenly light from the divine energy above your head, filling your heart with magical energies to uplift and support you while holding you sacred within the Earth's energies. And now imagine the space that you're in, your sacred space, whatever, whatever that looks like for you. Imagine that space, that area, that room, whatever it is, filling with sparkling white light. And see this beautiful light enveloping the entire space, no matter how big it is, how small, if it's in a closet, if it's tucked away, if it's on a mantle, if it's on a dresser. Just imagine it filling with love, warmth, healing, and protection anchoring this light and energy into your sacred space so that each time you're in your sacred space or near your sacred space, the energies will amplify and grow brighter. And we invite all of the archangels, our personal angels, spirit guides, our lost loved ones, the ascended masters, joy guides, and beings of light of only the highest vibration to surround us and protect us Please share your wisdom and love with us. And we ask that all our fears are released so that we may be clear channels of divine consciousness and love. And we ask that you assist us on our path toward health, prosperity, and happiness. Thank you. It is done. Amen. And you can use your own words as well. You can play with that. It's really, it's really all about your intention. When I first started to, you know, really delve into spirituality and I wanted to learn everything. I felt like I was at this this buffet, this plethora of options, and I just dove in and I, I trained with so many incredible masters and teachers from around the world and I would just pick up little snippets here and there and and play with them and, and really connect into my heart to really decipher, okay, is this, does this work for me? Does this resonate? Is this a piece that I'm meant to pick up? Is this a piece of my puzzle? And so I invite you to really look at that, to really um, 
to really honor what, what is true for you, what feels right. If it feels right to clear out a room in the basement and make that your sacred space, beautiful. If it feels right to snag the corner in your bedroom, perfect. If it feels right to just curl up in your tub and put some crystals around the tub and light a candle, is that that's your sacred space, it's perfect. So whatever that is, just know and trust that whatever your spirit is asking for is perfect. And so now step number four is devoting regular time to spend in your sacred space. So now your sacred space is clear, it's filled with magical universal energies. It's time to decide when you'll enjoy this space. First thing in the morning is, is often beautiful because when we wake up, our mind is clear and hopefully we've had a refreshing, rejuvenating sleep and we wake up and we're, we're excited, we're, we've got plans for our day and, and we're looking at our hopes and our dreams and I find I, I always connect in with my angels, my guides, my loved ones first thing in the morning. I call it lattes with loved ones. And if I've had a really hectic day, I'll spend additional time in my sacred space and it just always leaves me feeling grounded, um, more balanced, clear. Sometimes I'll just be in the space, in that energy, without an agenda, without a specific list of what I'd like or questions. And, and my spirit is always just replenished and rejuvenated. I think of it as a spiritual pit stop, really. And so every time that you are in your sacred space, no matter the duration, no matter how big it is or what it looks like, you are strengthening the energies and inviting even more universal support and love into your space. Imagine a vortex of energy that gets brighter and brighter, more and more powerful each time you engage with it. And this is essentially what is happening with your sacred space. And again, this sacred space, you can create whatever it looks like, an altar, a room, you know, it could be, um, you know, sitting on your bed, sitting, you know, on a couch, it could be anywhere within your house, your, your apartment, your space. And the more that you connect in with that, the more that that energy will travel with you no matter where you are, so that you can create a sacred space no matter where you are. And so some people like to set aside a specific time of day that works best for them to enjoy their sacred space. And others just kind of pop in whenever they feel guided and just know that spirit will meet you there every time. I've worked with teachers throughout the years who have said, no, you must set an appointment with your spirit and you must honor that, that their time to meet you and you must show up. And... If that works for you, that's wonderful. Run with it. It doesn't really work for me. Um, I co-create with spirit. I don't hand over spirit the reins to my life. Sometimes I would like to, sure. Please take the reins. Just tell me what to do. <laughs> Help me figure this out. And they will. Um, but it's more about co-creating with spirit. And so whenever I sit down to um, create or meditate, teach, work with clients, no matter what time that is, I'm creating that beautiful sacred space. And now the final step, step number five, is maybe the most important, and that is really expressing gratitude 
to the beings of light, the angels, the guides, your loved ones who share their love, their wisdom, and their guidance with you within your sacred space. You have to remember that we are in human form and our frequency isn't as high as that of spirit. And so as you create a sacred space and spend more and more time in it, your vibration, your frequency will raise up and it makes it that much easier to connect with the spirit world. It makes it that much easier to hear your guides and your angels and for your loved ones to connect with you and communicate with you. And when we express heartfelt gratitude, we are speaking the language of all the universal helpers who have assisted us with our world, with our life, with creating our sacred space, no matter what that looks like for you. Again, you may not want to be a medium offering readings, or you may just want to honor your journey, your spiritual path, and this will create a beautiful, beautiful, solid foundation for you to continue to grow and express and, and really learn and enhance. And there was something that someone said to me um, a while back, and I, I may have shared this on another podcast. It was about, you know, we're peeling back the layers you know, everyone has stuff. Everyone can be annoying. Everyone <laughs> has bad days. We all get triggered. You know, no matter how much work we've done, we all get triggered from time to time. And we can all revert back into old patterns and or old habits, or we can be reactive. We can get upset. Our emotions can just, woo, just take over like a tsunami. And it's so important to just honor the process, honor whatever it is that's coming up. And I always find that as soon as I step back in the house, if I've been out, you know, working and, and you know, maybe I'm out with a full day of, of classes and or I'm, you know, out doing space clearings all day, no matter what it is, if I've been out all day, as soon as I step foot in the house, it's like, ah, because the more that you build that energy in your sacred space, the bigger it gets. So that now my entire house is filled with this beautiful energy just because of the work that I've done. And so that's also something I'd like you to keep in mind. And that yes, gratitude is one of the highest vibrations. And when we connect into it, we are connecting directly into the heart of the beings of light, the angels, the guides, our loved ones who will continue to imbue our hearts and our sacred space with love and wisdom and guidance. And it's just a beautiful, beautiful way to make that connection, make that connection with our true authentic self, our higher self, our soul, our spirit, make the connection with our angels and our guides and our loved ones to make that connection. And, and again, create that energetic portal so that we can receive guidance, we can receive messages, we can receive that love and that energy and all that juju, especially now, especially now with everything that's going on. And so again, it's, it's very important to create a sacred space, whether you are wanting to do readings or explore more of the world of, of mediumship. It's very important not to walk around reading people or opening up without being asked or paid. Um, you know, it's very, very important. And so depending on where you are in your journey, you know, it's, again, it's 
the analogy of, you know, it's like peeling back the layers of the onion. And I like to replace that with it's peeling back the layers of an artichoke because it's getting us closer to the heart. And so just honoring your process and, you know, as you're, as you're going through things, you know, if there's trauma, if there's upset, if there's loss, if there's anxiety, turmoil, stress, depression, if there's anything coming up for you, just stepping in and being in your sacred space, again, no matter how big or small it is, the more that you build that energy, the bigger it'll get. And as soon as you step into that energy, it's like it's cradling you, it's holding you. It's like you have this universal hug, this universal energy that is surrounding you and loving you and nurturing you and guiding you and helping you as you navigate life. You know, life is, it can throw us some curveballs. We're always learning and shifting and the, we have so many opportunities to grow and experience things and having a sacred space. I, you know, even when I travel, even when I travel, I will take a little kit with me. So I bring spray smudge so I can spray the room. Um, sometimes I might send Reiki energy ahead of time to clear the energies. Um, if I can, you know, I'll bring candles. Um, you know, I always bring um, crystals with me. Um, I'm, I'll ask if I'm guided to bring oracle cards or books or workbooks or audiobooks or anything that I'm, I'm working on, you know, and so everywhere that I go, I create a sacred space. And it's very easy to do. And so it's, again, you're creating that space and that energy, so that you can really be the best version of you, whether you want to create the sacred space for yourself or for your family in your home, or you want to create it for clients or friends or or family. I know people come over to the house and they're always like, oh, I just, I just don't want to leave. I just feel so good. <laughs> and so it's, it's very powerful. It's very powerful. It's healing. It's, it's just so beautiful. And again, the more you connect with your sacred space, the stronger that is. The, and it, it's almost like the energies become more and more potent. It's like, it's like massaging a muscle and it's getting stronger and it's getting stronger and it's getting stronger. And it really is just so beautifully profound. And as you step into this arena more and more, just know that spirit will meet you halfway. Spirit will always meet you. Always meet you. I send you endless love and joy. And if you have any questions whatsoever, please do reach out. I love the emails. I love the messages. I love hearing how your loved ones are coming into your world. I love hearing about the signs and the synchronicities. And I just love hearing all of it. And we've got some upcoming classes um, on Halloween. I'm actually going to be having a seance. <laughs> I wanted to do one last year, but we ended up handing out candy and, and had a house full of people. So it was fabulous. So this year, if you're in the Calgary area and you'd like to be a part of it, reach out and let me know. It's not on the website. So uh, do reach out and let me know. Um, we've got um, opening things up. It's, uh, it's a mini course to open up your gifts and capacities with mediumship. Um, that's on the website. It's, it's on sale right now for $97. It's regularly $297. So that's on the website. Um, what else do we have? If you want to see if, if you have mediumship abilities, head on over to the website at livealifeyoulove.org and we've got a quiz. 
where you can go through and answer questions and it'll tell you whether or not you have mediumship abilities. Oftentimes people confuse intuitive abilities with mediumship and they're two completely different frequencies. And I've mentioned this in other episodes. It's like an old fashioned radio dial where we're, you know, moving back and forth. Oh, 1015. Oh, there's my guardian angel. Hello, Gabriel. And then back over to 93.7. Ooh, there's my grandma. Hi, grandma. And then we're over to, you know, 96.5. Oh, wow. There's one of my spirit guides. So just really realizing that intuitive abilities, everyone has intuitive abilities, but not everyone is, is really stepping in and, and mastering uh, the frequency of mediumship. It's a completely different, completely different frequency. And so if you have questions about mediumship or anything at all, please drop me a line, please reach out. And I send you mountains of love. I would love to hear all about your sacred space, what you've put in it, where it is, what it looks like, what, what beautiful messages you're receiving. And I will talk to you next week. Bye for now.